Hale. This is the Kane Hall Sports Show on HWD Hospital Radio. I'm Kane Hall and I'll be keeping you up to date with all the local sport with my trusted sidekick, me, Danny Shaw, as we preview the weekend sporting action every Friday from 7 till 8. Hey up indeed, hey up indeed everybody, thank you for joining us, Danny is with me, I mean it was a struggle tonight though wasn't it Danny, I didn't think you were going to be here. Just made it, just made it, A1, absolutely, it it almost did me over today. (laughs) It almost did you over, but you're here, we're ready for this, it's the Kane Hall Sports Show on HWD Hospital Radio. The Kane Hall Sports Show on HWD Hospital Radio. So, last week. Right Kane, Kane, I think... I think it's my turn to go first for a change. There's been quite a big event that I want to, uh, I want to sort of review from last week that I think, uh, I think needs to have the front and centre. Go for it, Danny. Oh, yeah, yeah, fair, yeah. Let's let's hear it. Sound right. I'm not even going to try and sneak this one in. Kabaddi. Oh, here it we go was again. the final. Final. We had the final. Did you watch it? I didn't. No, <laughs> <laughs> but I very much kept up to date with it. <laughs> so, in the final. Yeah, I, we oh. had the league leaders, which were the Bang Delhi. That's my team, that the Bang Delhi. That's my team. Are you sure? Yeah, positive. That's fine. I, I will take the second place team then, the Bengal Warriors. So, quite an interesting contest. Go on. At half time, mm. it was seventeen apiece. Ooh. The Bang Delhi. Go on, the Bang Delhi. Earned twenty-seven raid points. Oh yeah. To Bengal Warriors twenty-two. Oh yeah. So they're already in front, and this is overall. Yeah, yeah. To Bang Delhi though, they only got three tackle points. Right. Whereas the Bengal Warriors got ten. Ooh. So they they brought it back there. To Bang Delhi took two all-out points, and two extra points. Oh yeah. Right, so that puts them a little bit back in front. Come on, the Bang Delhi. But the Bengal Warriors. They took six oh. all-out points and one extra point, meaning the, that the Bengal Warriors oh no. won the final and lifted the season seven trophy. Oh, I can't believe it! Don't you feel better for knowing that 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 happened in the past week? No, because I'm a I'm a big what what's the call again? The Bang Delhi. The Bang Delhi. I'm I'm a massive the Bang Delhi Delhi fan, and they've absolutely ruined my night. Absolutely. Well. I mean, I've only sort of followed the, the Bengal Warriors for for this uh, this playoff campaign since the Gujarat Fortune Giants failed to uh, make the cut this time. Oh, well, it happens, doesn't it? You never know, maybe next season. But come on, Dabangdila, let's sort it out for next year. <laughs> come on. In the football, me and Danny went over to Blackburn last Saturday and we watched a two-all draw between Huddersfield Town and Blackburn. Leeds United won... 1-0 at home to Birmingham City. Bradford beat Crawley 2-1 at home. Fast thought, <laughs> Halifax, they lost 2-1 at home to Harrogate in the FA Cup. Now, <laughs> we're going to have to apologise because last week we said they were playing Bromley. Yeah, and I, I want to milk this because I, I got my <laughs> name dragged through mud a bit last week. You I forgot did. what Bristol City were playing. Uh, I read that thing about Leeds and I, I forgot to write it down. <laughs> so, as the man who's in charge of the fixture list to write them all down, Kane Hall, yeah, got this one wrong. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make you pay for it this week. I think I, I, I fully deserve it, but I'm just gonna say it with my sources. My sources were wrong. Um, I won't be using that source again for my for my information. 
So I'm 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 disappointed in myself. I'd just like to apologise to you, Danny. Yeah. Uh, to myself, uh, my parents for getting it wrong. Just want to apologise to everyone. Cause it's schoolboy Aaron, it's just not good enough, is it? No, it's not. It's not. But they did end up playing Harrogate um, in the FA Cup and they lost 2-1 at home. Brighouse Town beat Prescott Cables 2-0 at home. And Sedge beat Albion Sport 5-3 away. But there was also, Danny, some midweek games. I went over to watch Brighouse play Stockbridge Park Steels in the in. What's it called there? Integro. Integro Cup, I think. League Cup. They won 3-0. I was pretty impressed with Big House's display. Bradford lost 2-1 to Port Vale. Leeds drew one all at Preston. And Huddersfield drew 0-0 at home to Middlesbrough. Yeah, uh, there was no Formula 1 last week. Uh, but don't worry, it's coming back this weekend. And we'll talk about that a little bit later on. Moving on. Do we have to? We absolutely do. Oh, okay. Crucial, crucial oh. races coming up. Okay. Uh, so we'll move on to the tennis. Like now. you're racing up the A1 today. Very much so, yeah. Just I, I as exciting. Of, yeah, I probably had a bit of Jensen Button uh, about me to be honest, <laughs> at, the, at the time. Um, so, yeah, the tennis. Dan Evans, he played in the Swiss uh, Open, and I believe it was a round of 32, so the first round he got knocked out. Kyle Edmund, mm. who is on a bit of a losing streak in the round of 32 at the Austria Open, lost again. Again? So he's having a really, really bad time of it. Uh, moving on to probably the biggest story in tennis, for Britain at it, least. It is a big one. It is indeed. Even I, even I heard about this one. Yeah. Andy Murray won. He won? The European Open in Antwerp. It, it was brilliant. I ended up watching a replay of it on, I think it was Wednesday night. Um, and for the first set, Vavrinka, who he was playing the Swiss, it, it w- well, I won't say he was dominating, but he was definitely the better player. It got to 3 1 in the second set, and Andy Murray, I think he went two break points down. And at this point, Vavrinka sort of took his, his foot off the pedal. He sort of relaxed a little bit. He was acting as, as if he'd already won it. Andy Murray must have sensed this. He got those points back. He ended up breaking Stan Vavrinka in the next uh, game, bringing it back to three all, and you could just tell that the the switch in momentum had just gone to Andy Murray's side. And if if you do get a chance to watch it, I, I suggest doing because it was Andy Murray in a way at his best. Don't get me wrong; if he'd have been playing one of the top 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 players, he might not have done it. But just seeing the way that he hit the ball, the the different sort of shots that he made, it was like seeing him. Pre-operation, and that's another thing that makes this win quite, um, quite an interesting story. In January, he had a, a hip resurfacing, surfacing, sorry, operation, and I think that has ended pretty much every career that that anybody's had to take. Andy Murray is the first tennis player to come back into a singles career after having this operation. So he's done really well then, he's, Danny. He's done incredible, and for him to win an Open as well just shows you the, the kind of steel that, that this guy has. And hopefully we're going to see him for a few years more on top of what we've already seen from him. Yeah, it certainly shows his resilience to getting injuries. So well done to Britain's Andy Murray. Yeah, he is definitely British after his uh, win. <laughs> so well done to Andy. England Rugby League down under. Both nines teams, men and women, both lost out in the semi-finals. 
both finals were between New Zealand and Australia, with the Kiwis taking home the Women's World Cup and the Aussies taking home the Men's World Cup. I also want to mention how good the English Rugby League wheelchair side are playing as well. They, they've absolutely dominated their tour down under. They've they've played local sides, they've played representative sides, they've played the um, international side. I, I think I saw one result and the English Rugby League team scored over 100 points and had a clean sheet. Oh, brilliant. They're, honestly, they're absolutely brilliant and I'm pretty sure it's it's called the England Wheelchair Rugby League side but it's actually Great Britain as such and I think I believe there's actually a player I can't remember if he's from Spain or France that actually plays for England but they've done very, very well down under and what I mentioned last week that the men's and women's are getting equal pay for their competitions but so are the wheelchair uh, participants so that is fantastic news in rugby league and, and what a way to celebrate equality yeah no that's brilliant it's putting them as, as front runners really because it's what what we want to see nowadays um, yeah brilliant and and that rugby league wheelchair is is very very entertaining and it's it's tough the, you've got to be a real athlete to play that game i've played wheelchair basketball that was hard so i've seen how brutal wheelchair rugby league is and to be honest with you i don't really fancy it because it, it is brutal yeah a lot of uh, a lot of tipping, I'm assuming. Tipping I've seen and it in the basketball. Yeah, you when you get tackled, you know, I mean, a lot of them joke about not being able to feel the legs because a lot of them are paralysed and they are in wheelchairs, so they're not bothered about hurting the legs because they can't feel it, so they'll ram straight into you. <laughs> so they, it is brutal, and I've seen some seen some big collisions so hopefully one day we'll start seeing that on on tv because like i say it's very entertaining game moving on to the rugby union world cup england played in the quarterfinals against australia last weekend for anybody that didn't manage to watch it it wasn't as tight of a game as i thought it was going to be at first i believe i said eddie jones had a had a six game winning streak under the aussies since the last time that they knocked us out of the World Cup, and uh, well, it, it was forty sixteen. It is it's increased it to seven as well, so it's on a really good run against the Wallabies. Yeah, it was a it was a really good game from from England, and to dominate Australia like that in a quarter final is is immense. Um, tough game next for England, which I'm, I'm sure we'll come on to. Well, we'll definitely be talking about uh, that a bit later, later on. on, but what a great result for England there, and in the darts. The greatest spot, it was Michael Van Gerwen who won the Champions League of Darts. He has now won every single major TV event. What an achievement that is. It's just a shame it wasn't captured very well by the BBC. The production of it was very disappointing and we missed quite quite a lot of the action. In fact, we missed the winning dart at the double. How? Because the, the cameras just weren't ready for it. All right, so you mean like when they zoom in? You know when they zoom in and the cameras change to the angles for... So mainly, if you, if you look enough to watch darts on TV, the the camera is mainly on the triple 20, and then depending if there's a finish on. Um, you should ideally know as a producer, as a cameraman, uh, all this sort of stuff, the director should know what sort of checkout they're going for, where they need to be aiming. Just for an example, you could have 92 left, 
So your camera is more than likely going to be aimed at triple 20 for your first dart. If it goes in, then your next camera should be ready for the double 16. Okay. Therefore, you should be ready for that, providing this gets hit. Yeah, so so the, the camera crew and such and the director would know sort of how to do the checkouts as good as the dart players do. So they can. They need to be adjust. one, two steps in front. Right. And BBC, unfortunately, one, two steps behind. So, for an example, it could have been the case where um, there could have been 92 left. One of the players would have hit 20. And they, then the producers or whoever wouldn't have been sure of where the player's going to go next. Yeah. Leaving yourself on 72, there is different options there depending what what players like to go for. Um, so we did miss quite a few of the darts and sadly and it, it's it's quite annoying because the drama of the darts it, it comes across as quite a boring sport and a lot of people don't like to watch it and I can understand if you watch BDO and if you watch watch it on the BBC because it's not very entertaining why would you want to watch a game where you miss things you wouldn't watch football on TV, if you didn't, if the if the cameraman kept missing the goals that go in, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> like if, say, for instance, a corner comes in and somebody heads it out, and then he's already past halfway line when someone kicks it back in, like that it, it, yeah, along the lines, yeah, pretty much, Danny. And it, it was just really disappointing. Uh, Van Gerwen won it. The crowd, because when you're in a crowd, it's not like you're gonna be able to see the dartboard, so whatever's streamed on TV is actually streamed into the audience as well in the arena. So Michael Van Gerwen hit the winning dart. We didn't see where he'd hit as a TV audience, as a, a member in the crowd. We heard a raw from Van Gerwen. Then it went over to Van Gerwen screaming, and then it went to the dartboard, and everyone just wasn't sure what was going on. It just wasn't in the loop. But over and done we now. Uh, there is another tournament going on, which we'll speak about later. Bit disappointing from the BBC, but it was Michael Van Gerwen that won the Champions League of Darts. The Kane Hall Sports Show with Kane and Danny. It's not all balls. No, it's not all balls, but we're going to carry on talking about balls, and it's going to be football that we're going to be talking about. Danny, you've annoyed me because it's quiz question time, chat box. It's quiz question time. Time. It is indeed. Everybody get ready. We'll get your answers in. Um, Danny asked me a question when we planned this show the other day, and I got it. So he decided to change the question. So, Danny, what is this week's question? For, b- before, before I give you the question, I'm going to sort of just, just fill everybody in on the, on the full story. I, I just have done. No, no, Just no. have done. The, the you you asked a question. You've told the short I version. I got it right, and then you decided to change your mind. You've told the short version, which makes you look good. It's got I was good. <coughs> now, listeners, that wasn't the case. It was. I, I asked the question. Right, go on. It did take a little bit of time. Yeah. He couldn't think of it. So I started giving him extra clues on top of. And then, you know, we got through. And he did say, oh, it's not this player. So he ruled the player out. He didn't say. Oh. Yeah, but I said them, didn't I? You said the player, but you said it's not. It's not so and so. How do you know I wasn't saying it's not them in my head to who I had in there, and then because I just said that player as after. But you, well, the thing is, you said a different play afterwards, and then you tried to retract that. 
And then as I was getting to the end of the list of the football teams that you played <laughs> for, you were like, oh, yeah, I'd have got it right if I'd have said it. Oh, so, so I was right. Yeah, but you didn't say it. <laughs> well, I was right. Anyway, in we'll, my head, I we'll was move right. On to, <laughs> well, yeah, to this week's Let, question yeah, come on, let's have this that, week's. That I had to choose differently. <laughs> yeah, which I'm still <laughs> very annoyed. I didn't about. want you to tell the story, and you've told the story anyway. Yeah, well, so it you're always going to happen. I know. Well, I, I, you know what I might have done? I might have done that one next week. I doubt so we it. Might, we might have ruined it. No, we won't have done because no one knows who it was. Well, yeah, true. Yeah, well, we'll see anyway. We've got this week's to go. We've got to this go week's. At. So. I don't think you've had a, you haven't had a guess at this point. I haven't okay. had a guess, no. Well, you can have a guess with everybody else at the Ooh. end. So, I was born in October 1988, and my main position is as an attacking midfielder. I am a World Cup winner, multiple FA Cup winner, and La Liga winner. I also played at Euro 2012 and Euro 2016. Who am I? That is a tough question. I was born in October 1988. My main position was an attacker, attacking midfielder, apologies. I'm a World Cup winner, multiple FA Cup winner and Liga winner. I also played at Euro 2012 and Euro 26. Who am I? We'll have to have a good think about this. Yeah, no, we'll be able to get your guesses in with uh, everybody else's on the chat box. Yeah, but I want to get it right. Yeah, well, every, everybody else will be able to sort of feel the pain that I feel, feel when we discuss these earlier in the week. <laughs> so we can do it as like a live action. Yeah, but that that's not good though, is it? I want to look good in front of everybody. <laughs> this is kind of why I've done it, because I've purposefully not put the answer on there. Um, so, leaving that... Yeah. And moving on, okay. we will go to our game. Ooh. Of which I have forgotten the notepad. Oh, yeah. It is in my car. Here we go. It's, it's in the area, but unfortunately I cannot reach it at this moment in time. So, from memory. I think, I think we can do this from memory. We can do it from memory. I think we can. So, the first game was Huddersfield versus Blackburn. Mm -hmm. I know that both of us went for a win. Yes, we did. And they didn't win. So no, that's I quite an believe you went two when I went three one. That does sound correct. Mm -hmm. And obviously we know it was two all. It was two so all. Nil point for both. No of us. points. The next game was Leeds versus Birmingham. Yes. Leeds. I think. Oh, we went for the same score, didn't we? Yes, it we was did. Two nil. We, we both, both went, went for two nil. But they only won one nil. So that's ten points apiece. Ten points apiece. The next was Bradford, and mm -hmm. they were at home to Crawley. Yes, they were. And I'm a little bit disappointed about this one because yeah. I changed my answer at the last minute. <laughs> I went for 3-1 in the end mm -hmm. and I wanted to say 2-1. Oh, because I said 2-1 the week before. <laughs> I thought, I can't say Bradford 2-1 every week. So I changed <laughs> it. And obviously Bradford won 2-1. So I did end up with 15 points from that. I believe you said... Oh, what did you say? Uh, and this is the one where I got... Um, I, thi I think he... I got 10 points for this, Oh, I you think. did? You said 1-0? Yeah. No, you got 15. I got 15. Sorry, I got 10 points. You yeah, got I got 15. See, look, we're, we're almost there. <laughs> <laughs> the next game was <laughs> was Brom Bromley against <laughs> Halifax. Yeah, yeah, Bromley-Halifax. Of which both of us were wrong, because that game <laughs> turns out it's going to be this weekend. <laughs> yeah, it's tomorrow. It's not last weekend. However, we did figure this out on Saturday. Um, we noticed. We were gutted. 
we we had his head in his hands all morning. Oh God, after I, that. I, I never felt so embarrassed in real life. <laughs> we had a week to deal with it. As yeah, well, we, we did got to this point to, to make up for it. Uh, but we did do the scores, and it was Halifax versus Harrogate mm-hmm. the, in the FA. Oh no, yeah, the FA Cup. It was a qualifying yeah. round, wasn't it? Yes. The FA Cup. You went two one to Harrogate. I did, and I went one nil to Halifax. Yep. And unfortunately. It was 2-1 to Harrogate. Yep. So, so Kane bagged himself 30, 30 points. points. So that puts me um, 55 and you won 20 at the minute. 20, I think, yeah. Yeah, um, so far. It's, I think I remember the final scores. Yeah. It's all good, we'll so, get to that in a yeah. sec. The next two games I'm probably going to need a bit of help with. Uh, it was, was it Brighouse? Brighouse and Prestop. Uh, Prescott Cables, yeah. yeah. We, I think, did we both go for a Brighouse win? Yes, I believe we did go both go for a Brighouse yeah. win. Um, I said one nil. Yeah. You said three nil. Ah. And it was actually two nil. Two nil. Ah, right. Okay, so we both got ten points. We both got ten so points. That's not yeah. Too bad. Uh, and the last game was Liversidge. I believe they were away. They were away. Albion Sport. Albion Sport. That's the one. The score was five. Three to Sedge. Yes. I said they would win 3 1. 3 1. So you got the, the 15 points. I got 15 points. And I think. Oh, did I go for a draw on that one? You went for a win. Oh, right. Okay. But you didn't get the right amount no, of goals between I them. I probably got either one or three goals. I think, I think, Danny, if I'm honest with you, I think you said 5 1. Oh. Very well may have done. But either way, it doesn't really matter. Uh, Kane won, I think it was 70 or 75. Yes, yeah, something like that. Total. I think he was 70 actually. I remember being 30 yeah. in front of me, and I think I only took 40 this week. Yeah, so that help you needed last week. Oh, yeah. If the roles were reversed, we're going to keep bringing this <laughs> season. <laughs> Honestly. If the roles were reversed, you would have kicked and screamed if I says, oh, it doesn't count because it's on a Tuesday night. Yeah, that's because I'm a big baby. I know you are. <laughs> so I put it in because I'm thinking no, about fair play. Fair play is fair play, but this week I'm 70 points and yeah. 30 points in front of you. And so you've earned them. You've deserved them, to be fair. Yeah, I, yeah, I feel like I did. Feel like I did, Danny. I mean, the, the Harrogate one were a were a big one for you. Uh, to be fair, it were huge. Yeah. Well, to be fair, what what it was, I, I knew they were playing Harrogate anyway. I just wanted to uh, mess with your scars. Oh yeah, I'm sure it was excuses. <laughs> so anyway, I believe that puts you 25 in front of me. Cause yes, I it will. Leading by five. Yes, it will. If I remember correctly, it's 185 to you mm-hmm. and 160 to myself. Yep, so it is still pretty tight and it can change just as we've seen there how you were in front and just that one good result can change it ever so quickly. Oh yeah, absolutely. The Kane Hall Sports Show on HWD Hospital Radio. So let's preview this weekend's sporting action. Huddersfield Town are at home to Barnsley. I've seen the past two games, we both have, Danny, What's gone right and what's got wrong? What's got wrong? What's gone wrong in the last two? Well, the we'll start with the two-all draw at uh, at Blackburn. Huddersfield seemed to be doing okay to begin with. Then they got the penalty and they scored the goal. After that, I don't know if it was a little bit of sort of resting on the laurels. Maybe Oof, take this one nil. See if we get to half get to half time. You know, 
just just try and hold it and then maybe try and press further on. Blackburn obviously weren't having any of that. They became the team that were in the ascendancy. However, their goal very much came from a defensive error. And that's something we're probably going to talk a lot about in terms of town today. One person in particular, which is starting to, to get on Huddersfield Town fans' nerves. Um, I've, I've, I'm part of these, these groups where he's just been slated all week. Um, and that, that man is Tommy Elphick. He probably is historically a good player. I think he's not made for modern football. He, in a defensive sense, is not that bad. He, he is pretty good. However, it's when it comes to playing the ball. All teams seem to do this now. They play it out from the back. It doesn't matter if you're Manchester City or Yeovil Town. You play it out from the back and you get it up. Whether it be down the wings, down the middle, you play it out. And Elphick's just not built for that. Is built for heading and kicking, and that's your lot. Yeah, I totally agree with you, Danny. If I'm if I'm honest with you, I think that what has been going wrong at the minute is just that that lack of quality. And um, the Blackburn game, Huddersfield Town, in that first half for me were poor. They got absolutely dominated by by Blackburn. Yes, Huddersfield were the away side, but you'd expect now with the Cowboys coming in and them getting some momentum behind them that they'd be in the game a little bit more especially in that first half okay second half they did come out fighting yeah. it was great to see they had they were miles better but it is still that quality and in terms of the middle Middlesbrough game as well they're still missing quality I agree with I well I like Tommy Elphick as a signing at the beginning of the season. Agreed, I did as well. I thought experience, um, all dead is going to be solid as a rock at the back. He'll do his job, he'll do what he needs to do. But I think you're right, the way that football is evolving, I just don't think he can do it. I don't know if it's whether he is lacking the fitness as well. Because um, don't forget, he didn't play that many games last year uh, due to injuries in you know recent seasons. So it He's probably still coming back into it as well. He's been thrown in at the deep end in a club that were were struggling from the Premier League and then struggling in the Championship. It's it's no easy transition from from injuries and, and not playing and coming from a team that, that was doing well. Um, but another one for me, you might disagree, but I am getting sick to death of watching Kachunga. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> After watching the game we won on Wednesday night against Middlesbrough every time Kachunga did something wrong just under your breath waste of space that's all you said yeah because it's the silly little things that he does he's a professional footballer and he dives about on the floor he his touch is poor his aerial presence is disappointing his his, his football knowledge his brain is not there don't get me wrong as far as I'm aware, Kajunga has been a number nine striker in his past career. Yes. When he came to Huddersfield, he got put on the wing. If you get put on the wing, if you're a striker and you get put on the wing, that's already alarm bells for me. Yeah. That means you are good enough to do your job as a striker, but we need to play you because we've bought you for some amount of money and the fans like you. We're going to need to stick you somewhere. Yeah, so I, yeah, I somewhat agree with that. Okay, yeah, he works hard, and don't get me wrong, I would never ever fault his his work rate for Huddersfield Town. Yeah. 
it's been absolutely fantastic and the way he is with the fans is great but on the pitch it it's too much for him I said this when he first signed and I watched him play um, half decent league one player <laughs> I don't think he's ever been a championship player and people can argue with me about this about oh it was a top scorer when Huddersfield Town got promoted, he scored, he scored nine goals. That's not good enough. Mm. How many goal, How many opportunities do you think he missed that season? I bet he scored one goal to every ten opportunities. But at the same time, he was a winger, not a striker. The amount of chances that he got, he should have scored a lot more. Maybe so. Uh, I suppose if he's historically a striker, if that's where he came from originally he was a striker he's been played on the wing he still should not have finished so I do get you there well, I mean okay there's been talk over the past couple of seasons that Huddersfield Town need a striker would you buy a striker if you, if, if you could afford in terms of or whatever club or whatever let's just say you need a striker right yeah. you've got the choice of someone who you know can finish his his strike rate is one goal to every three shots, right? Okay. So you want him to play as your striker. Or he goes for someone else. I mean, sorry, this guy who's strike rate, one goal in every three shots, is a bit higher on wage bill. Um, sometimes comes late to training. He's not really great with the fans. Right? That's, that's your first one. Your second one is a bit cheaper, Great with the fans, technically not very good, and his strike rates scores one goal in every every twelve. Every twelve. In every twelve. I think that's a bit drastic. <laughs> I don't think it is. Do you not? No. Ah. Well, you, naturally, it's a business. Even though you want them to be good with the fans, you, you want results more, and the fans will still be happy with you if you're winning them games. So I suppose you would go for that. However, I mean, I do quite like Kachunga myself. Uh, as a footballer, yeah, he's not amazing. He's not. There's nobody coming to snap him up. Whereas there were players like Aaron Moy, you know, there were quite a few that were interested in him. And, and Huddersfield Town have done quite well to to keep hold of him in in some way or form by loaning him out to Brighton. Billing as well. Straight away, he were gone. A good player, maybe not necessarily for town when they were in the Premier League. Seemed a bit lacklustre, but nobody was knocking on the door asking for Kajunga. I do like him, but I think I like him for probably the reasons that you said. He's great with the fans and his work rate. His his work rate. I don't think there's another player in the team um, except maybe Jaden Brown. Uh, we haven't seen a lot of him yet. Uh, we've seen enough to know that he is a good player. He may very well take that mantle from Kachunga, but I don't think there's anybody that works as hard as he does. But I must admit I was getting a bit annoyed with him in the Middlesbrough game more than probably the Blackburn game because there was just little just passes that were going wrong. Shocking. It's not good yeah, enough. And, it's not. Um, not this level. <laughs> this says it all. Not taking anything away from this other player I'm going to mention. Yeah. But Kachunga's only goal in the Premier League... He scored it against Watford away when he was stood on the line. The ball was already going in and it was Colin Kwana who took the shot. Yeah. He stole it off Colin Kwana 
and ran around celebrating like he'd just done everything. So yeah, but it was it was robbed of his first goal against Leicester, I think it was. Look, Danny, <laughs> of which he actually put in himself. <laughs> Either way, at the minute, there's a balance at Huddersfield Town where there's players that aren't good enough and players that are pretty decent. And you look at Elphick Kachunga are not good enough. Hug at the minute is borderline. Yeah, I'd agree with that as well. Hug at the minute is borderline. Cabrera, for me, is borderline. Yet, mm. but I like Schofield had a good game during the week. Jaden Brown is brilliant. Um, I said this um, since since the beginning, since he first came, and he would be a, a good player for us. Schindler's coming back. Danny Simpson has been an, an epic signing for this field town. Re- he really has. I think, to to his credit, we may have ended up losing um, uh, the Blackburn game. We may have ended up losing the Middlesbrough game in particular. I saw a lot of interceptions from Danny Simpson, from Danny Simpson with just the knowledge that he had, not necessarily because of his speed or anything like that, uh, but just he managed to, to cut things out, his interceptions, he knew his anticipation were amazing. So he might have saved the game for his field town because of that. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. I think you've also <laughs> got to look at um, Trevor Chalobah. The past couple of games he's been a bit out of it. I know he picked up a knock against uh, Hull City a few weeks ago, which meant he couldn't play the England under-21s. But I think he is still playing out of position. He is more a defensive player. He's been a bit more attacking, so we'll see where that goes in the future. Fraser Campbell, I don't know what's going on there at the minute. I don't know if he is gen- genuinely still still unfit, because he seems off it. Grant seems all right. Uh, Dear Carb is coming into it. Lewis O'Brien is playing spectacular. Yeah, another brilliant, another brilliant player for Huddersfield Town. But there is there is a bit of a mix at the minute. I feel as in terms of players who can play at the club, players who aren't good enough to play at the club, and then also players that don't even want to be at the club. So, regarding all this, we do think there is some quality in the team. Is Barnsley a winnable game? I. Oh, by the way. Helen, oh, I don't know why Helen, but she's supporting Barnsley tomorrow. <laughs> well, if she said she's on the side of of my David, my Barnsley friend. Well, Helen, if that, if that's how okay. you want to be, that's fine. We understand. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Um, it is. I mean, well, before the midweek games, I'd have said it would. This would be the game that would feel Town would more than likely win with them being at home. However. Barnsley did go to the Hawthorns and win relatively comfortably. They did win, they won 2 0, didn't they not? They drew 2 all. Oh, did they draw 2 all? Drew 2 all. Oh, wow. How late were the goals? Late. Ah, oh, right. Last, okay. one was, last one was very late. Ah. They were 2 0 up, but they, they drew 2 all. Oh, maybe, maybe it is a win for Huddersfield Town this, uh, this weekend. Maybe it is, but I think there's been, obviously, there's been a change of manager down there, which. None of the fans, none of the players really wanted, but it always happens in football. When once a manager does change, um, you do get a re, is it re, rejuvenated? Is that yeah, the word? Rejuvenated the word, yeah. side, uh, which comes a bit more upbeat. 
yeah. a bit more ready for the game. But also um, players playing for the shirts as well. Yeah, as well. Impressed the new but group. there's a lot of a lot of young young players in that Barnsley side. I think the average age is actually about 24, maybe. I think they their oldest player they've got is uh, ex Leeds United Alex Mower at 27, 28. Oh wow. Um, so they don't have the experience at Barnsley at the minute and, and that's probably what's letting them down so much uh, a young side can go two ways it can either be really energetic or it can have the effect like it's having on Barnsley and not having that experience so moving on Danny thinks it could be a winnable game we'll have to see what his score is in a bit Leeds United play Sheffield Wednesday away in the early kickoff tomorrow what a tie that is. A Yorkshire Derby. Oh, we do love a Yorkshire Derby. Love a Yorkshire Derby. Leeds will be taking a good few amount down to Chef Wednesday. Hillsborough will be packed. It's going to be rocking, Danny. Yeah, it is. It's going to be great. Leeds always bring a great atmosphere. And, you know, Hillsborough generally does have a great atmosphere as well. So it's going to be a lot of singing. Yeah, I think there will be. And it's tight because you've got Gary Monk in charge of Wednesday as well, which is interesting on a on a Leeds point of view uh, as their ex-manager and Leeds' form has actually been up and down um, and Chef Wednesday have been doing a lot better since Monk's come in charge we saw Monk's first game um, in charge when he when they played Huddersfield but is the is the way Gary Monk likes his formations that likes to have a set balance um, compared to Leeds's the way Leeds play is very there's a lot of movement in there is what yeah. I'm trying to say the passing it can be incredible they create spaces in spaces that you didn't think were even spaces yeah. so is there going to be a contrast between a Chef Wednesday just going to sit there and try let Leeds attack them or do you think Chef Wednesday are going to try push forward and break Leeds down and get them on on the break well, how do you think the game might go it's it's going to be difficult for uh, for Chef Wednesday, who are indeed playing better than than what they were uh, towards the beginning of the season. Leeds, I don't think there's many many teams in the division that, that play like Leeds do. To be fair, um, so it's it's a difficult one to to sort of come up against. Chef Wednesday, I don't I don't know. I think they're probably just going to try and stick to the guns, hope that that works. If it doesn't, he's going to change them at half time. Yeah, I, th- I think Chef Wednesday are actually just going to sit there. Uh, if I'm totally honest with you, Danny, as well, I think they're just going to sit back, relax, and, and let Leeds come to them and, and hope that they don't create these chances. In the chat box, Danny, we've got a couple of answers. Oh. We've got Andy's got two answers. He's, got, he's gone for Kante and he's oh. gone for Yuan Mata. Um, we've also got some other comments in there. Mike R says, easy win for Town tomorrow, 2-0. And he goes, Town win 3-1. And Helen, I'm a d- bit disappointed yet again, has gone for Barnsley, 1-0. But you know what, Helen? I wouldn't rule it out at this no. minute in time. Uh, so, Danny, we're expecting Leeds to to go there, attack Chef Wednesday at Hillsborough, and Wednesday sit back. Um, key players for Leeds this week. And Ketia? Yeah, he did come on. He did save him. Got that. Uh, got that goal to make it. He got on. that late equaliser over at Preston. Yet again, another claim for him to be starting this weekend. Yeah. So it is going to be really interesting if he does or not. Because 
in in my eyes, I don't see why why he's not. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with you. If he's if he's coming on and saving games, why not give him the chance to? Because it's happening with Huddersfield, isn't it, as well? Well, Bakuna, yeah, Bakuna, look, yeah. Bakuna looks. Uh, I think Bakuna might be starting tomorrow. From what I've read and what I've heard, that he yeah. could be the one to start tomorrow because he has been playing so well when he, he comes on. He does deserve it. He does deserve it, and that that's the whole point of being a substitute when you come on to prove your point and why you need to start. When you play professional football, you're there to start every Saturday. You're there to be picked for that team in that starting eleven for three o'clock Saturday afternoon. That is why a professional footballer, Eddie Nketiah, needs to be playing. He's good enough to play in that lead side and he can be the difference between them getting promotion and not. That's a bit of a big demanding rant saying that Leeds need to do that. So let's move on to Bradford <laughs> City who play Macclesfield away this weekend. They're in a bit of good run of form. I mean, apart from that loss to Port Vale during the week. Yeah, that was a bit of a surprise. Yeah, um, but I mean, Bradford were at home as well and not you wouldn't really expect them to lose at home, but it happened. But Macclesfield away, winnable, Danny? Uh, I would I would certainly say so. Bradford, uh, again, as we spoke about nearly every week, top end at the table. They may say that they were unlucky uh, against a team like Port Vale. However, I do believe that Port Vale are, are starting to pick up some, some form. Um, so, you know... You could say swings and roundabouts for that one. Yeah, one of them. I'm not too sure, but let's hope Harry Pritchard is still in some fine form for Bradford City. And Halifax, Danny, they're playing playing Bromley away. (laughs) I don't believe you. I think they actually might be. Don't quote me to it. You've got a 1 in 52 shot of getting this right. (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're playing Bromley away this weekend. (laughs) So we'll see how that one goes. It's first versus second in the National League. And very interestingly, Danny, tonight has been announced that Bromley have signed Huddersfield Town young centre-back Romani Edmonds-Green, who I watched quite a bit last year at Brighouse Town. Now, I thought he did all right at Brighouse last year, did did Romani Edmonds-Green. I don't think he stood out, though. No. Um, I think he was a class act. He was strong. Um, he fit into the side, but I don't think he was one of them players that stood out. It'll be interesting to see how he gets on at Bromley, because um, it's quite a big step up from Brighouse to Bromley. You've got three free, yeah, free leagues there. Yeah. It's quite a big step up. Brighouse were due to play Workington AFC in the FA Trophy first round, first qualifying round tomorrow, but that has been called off tonight, which I was a little bit confused about because the league which both sides are in announced that it was out and then Workington said they were waiting for a pitch inspection tomorrow and then Brighouse said it, it was called off afterwards so a bit of a mess up but the game has been called off which does shame because I would have liked to talk about um, the Brighouse game that I saw during the week I've seen some real progress there recently with some strikers coming in they've got um, ex-player Joe Jagger back who scored um, a wonderful goal during the week and another lad um, from Chesterfield on loan who, who impressed me as well uh, Sedge play Ghoul AFC at home tomorrow but that's going to be another pitch inspection at 10am and with it being Sedge at home I can probably guarantee you that's, that one's going to be called off but you never know but I, I, I think it just could be so Danny quiz question time 
quiz question time. Yes. My answer. Oh. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Andy's. I'm going to say why matter. Okay. Has, has, there any, has there been any other answers? That's it. That's it. Those. Just just Andy's. So Kante and one matter. Right. Okay. So the FA Cup. Uh, wins came with Arsenal. Oh, so it's, it's not so one it's matter. Not one matter. Oh, can you have a quick guess at another one? Um, no, just yeah. keep keep going. No, you want me to oh, to ramble on a bit yeah. more? Sort of. We're <laughs> <laughs> a bit out of time, but I need to get this right. No, go on, carry on. No, go on, Danny. Just talk us through it. Just go for it. Right. So uh, he was born. He was born in 1988. He was an attacking midfielder. Correct. Uh, he won numerous, was it Premier Leagues? Uh, n- oh, no, sorry. Uh, World Cup winner. Oh, he's a World Cup winner. He played in Euro 2012-2016. And he's won multiple FA, FA Cups. Cups. And as I've said, it was uh, they were with Arsenal. Yeah. And the answer is Mesut Ozil. Ugh. Oh, no. Wasn't, wasn't expecting that at all. Ugh. Ozil. Uh, well, World Cup winner. I think that's 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 maybe. What yeah, I think yeah, watch. I think you're probably right there. Actually, I'm thinking Spain. I think the Euro, say in 2012 and 2016, sort of throws you a bit. Yeah. Um, and he's put 10 seconds ago. Ozil. Really? Yeah. So I think he must have got he it just before it. before we said it. Yeah. Yeah. Arsenal. The Arsenal. Yeah. Just done me there. Done so me there. Well played. Yeah. So Danny, let's go through his scores. Anyway, it's going to be a bit of a short one this this week, though, as as yeah, there's no yeah. game for Brighouse. Yeah. So um, well, we've got five, I suppose, because Liverpool is still. Yeah, still there and thereabouts. But. So we will go for Huddersfield Town at home to Barnsley. Yep. That's the first game. Mm-hmm. I do think Town are going to win this one. I'm struggling to really pinpoint the score. I think it's going to be high score. I'm going 2 1 to Huddersfield. Go yeah, I am. I want to match the scoreline, but I want to go 1 0. 1 0. Yeah. Been no, I don't think so. Leeds, I'm going to say, Danny. Um, Two one leads. Two one leads. Yep. I'm gonna go with a draw. You don't say two two. I'm not gonna say two. Oh, that's fine because I'm thinking that. I'm gonna just go for one all. I'm gonna go for some low scoring games. Right. Uh, so the next one is Bradford away at mm-hmm. Field. Yep. I fancy him to do it, and because yeah, I should have said two one last week. I'm gonna say two one this week. Three <laughs> one uh, Bradford. Three one at Bradford. Right, so that moves on to Halifax, mm-hmm. away at Bromley. <laughs> yeah. Would you like to go first on this? Yeah, one? I'm going to go 2-1 to Bromley. 2-1 to Bromley, yeah. is that what you said? That's what you yeah, said I said last week. week. I'm going to change mine, because I think this is the draw. I think I said this was Oh, this is the draw. No, that's what I said last week. Ah. I'm going to change it to a Bromley. I'm going to go 3-2. I'm going to go for some goals. Oh, interesting one. one. Uh, no game for Brighouse, but they do play on Monday night, providing the weather. Yeah. So we'll still do a score. Yeah. Um, and I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go two 0 to Brighouse if that game is played on Monday night. Yeah. Do you know who they're? Same team. Oh, the, same the game team. gets replayed on Monday, providing the weather. Ah right. Okay. So they will still be playing Workington AFC on yeah. Monday night, providing the the pitch is suitable. Yeah, I'm I'm probably gonna go for a win uh, as well for Brighouse. I'm gonna say three one. 3-1 and Sedge are at home providing the pitch is okay at 10am tomorrow morning and it's going to be a big Sedge win and it's going to be 6-2 6-2 6-2 6-2 6-2 6-2 6-2 6-2 6-2 6-2 6-2 6-2 6-2 6-2 6-2 6-2 6-2 6-2 6
Six two. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go for a, for a sedge win. I'm just gonna go four one now. Four one. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And also, Danny, we do have an accumulator, don't we, this week? We if do you do indeed. want to join in, and the teams are, we've got. Is it West Ham? West Ham is the one that I picked. Yeah, you've got West Ham. I've got Preston. Yeah. We've got also. Uh, oh, sorry, I picked Port Vale. Oh, you picked Port Vale. Yeah, that's the one. I uh, Nottingham Forest. Nottingham Forest, and my last one was Swindon Town. Swindon and West Brom. West Brom. Mm. So we'll see how that goes. The Kane Hall Sports Show on HWD Hospital Radio. Right, so we'll move on to the F1. It is the Mexican Grand Prix this weekend. There are only two drivers racing for the championship now. The Constructors' Championship, I think we spoke about it last week, that was tied up by Mercedes. Uh, so that leaves just Lewis Hamilton and Valtteri Bottas, both of the Mercedes team, challenging for the, uh, for the title this season. Now, for the actual race this weekend, I think it's going to be quite difficult to pick a winner. Verstappen, I think he's won the last two Mexican Grand Prix races. Leclerc and Vettel, the Ferraris, getting some f- good form, and obviously the Mercedes all around is brilliant. I think it's still going to be between the two going for the championship. I'm hoping what we'll see, uh, just to make the, the final race a bit more interesting, is maybe a retirement for, for Hamilton and Bottas to win. But retirement. I, th- I, think Bottas, I think Bottas might win this one with... Verstappen, Leclerc and Hamilton behind him. I think we could do with a big crash in F1. Not a big crash, no. <laughs> a bit, it would just be a bit more interesting. Well, no, because at the speeds they're going, it could be could be quite fail. That's You don't really watch it for crashes. I mean, it's a guilty pleasure. Yeah, but I say, yeah, it is a guilty it, it, pleasure. Guilty pleasure is that. These machines are millions upon millions of pounds. And just to watch it just crash and fall. Just, and just brilliant, isn't it? Uh, Helen said it's going to be 1-0 to Bradford. And my car says he will take that. I think, I think Helen, you know what? I think you could be absolutely spot on there. Could be absolutely spot on. So, we've got the Rugby League now. Dewsbury have signed Sonny Ellsmont, James Thornton, and my favourite signing. I think he's going to be a big signing yet again for the Rams. It's Paul Sykes. Huge news. I think he's great, mate. I think he's brilliant. Um, also, that came out this week is Mark Sawyer, the Rams chairman, has now got some stakes in Bradford Bulls, which is quite interesting. But I think he has done this well because obviously Bradford are coming to play up at the Rams. So getting a stake hold in that, if he makes a profit from any of the games that Bradford play at Rams, it's going to go straight back into the Rams. I think he's done it for business purposes in keeping the Rams alive. Um, but I do, I, a lot of Rams fans aren't too happy with it, but I think it's a good thing going forward for them. No signings for Batley this week, but both sides have had a player representing Jamaica in the test match against the England Knights this week, well, last weekend. And it was Rams' new signing, Joe Madrin and Batley's Keenan Tomlinson, who played in that. Martin Riley of the Rams has made it to the 22-man squad who will be playing a Spain side very shortly. Um, British, the, the Great Britain Lions are back as well. 
which is going to be really interesting. I've, I've enjoyed the split, if I'm honest with you. When I first started watching Rugby League, it was Great Britain. Um, so when it was, when it went to England, Scotland and Wales, it just gave a bit more to, to Rugby League for me, but I'm really glad to see it back. They're on a tour of New Zealand, and tomorrow that starts as they play a Tonga in, Invitational side, which will be a brutal game, I can assure you that. So I'll be seeing if I can wake up in time for that. The Kane Hall Sports Show on HWD Hospital Radio. From Rugby League to Rugby Union, England are in the semi-finals. Semi-finals of the World Cup. And they are playing the current holders of that World Cup trophy, New Zealand. Oh, they have dominated rugby union and and for the past decade, oh, Danny. Absolutely. And they pretty much demolished Ireland too. I think going into the tournament were they? The yes, they were, they, were, they were ranked number one were Ireland going into the tournament. Oh, that makes it quite daunting for this uh, for this England side. I, I wouldn't bet against them. I wouldn't bet for them. I just won't bet on it. I, just, I don't know which way this is going to fall. I think New Zealand are definitely going to be the favourites. They have to be. But we kind of like that, don't we? We like yeah. England not to be the favourites. Yeah, we like to be underdogs in, in pretty much most sports that England play because it, it's a better feeling. But New Zealand, the Kiwis, they are just absolute animals when it comes to rugby union. And it'll be a really interesting game. In the other semi-final it is Wales versus South Africa so another Southern Hemisphere side versus another Northern Hemisphere side another interesting game South Africa knocked out Japan which was absolutely gutted about yeah. but let's see where we go with this and let's hope England have a win Danny yes. The Kane Hall Sports Show with Kane and Danny it's not all balls no, it's not all balls, and that means it's time for the greatest sport of all. Cub, no, I'm joking. <laughs> it's over that. Cause the bang, the what's my team called again? The <laughs> bang Delhi. That's it. They lost some lost good. Bengal uh, Warriors. Quah. All right, leave it out. Leave it out. It was. It's the Unibet European Championships 2019 in Germany this weekend. It started yesterday. It's been on today. James Wade won it last year. And he lost yesterday afternoon to Johnny Clayton, 6-0. I know how massive is that? Favourite for the tournament, obviously, after his recent win, Michael Van Gerwen. He lost to Ross Smith yesterday afternoon, 6-5. Really close game. And Michael Van Gerwen today... He was on commentary, which which was really interesting. If you were lucky enough to watch it... Michael Van Gerwen's favourite word is phenomenal. He said it like every other every other sentence. It was phenomenal, um, but obviously Michael Van Gerwen's trying to see what else he can get out of darts. If he's not already done enough by winning every single major TV event, but fair play to him. I like that. Other notable losses: Glenn Durrant lost to Rapid Ricky Evans six five. Very close game. And Peter Wright, who is recent world record holder for biggest um, average in a match, also lost out to Michael Van Gerwen last week in the Champions League of Darts uh, 11-10. He lost to young flyer Jeffrey Desuan. Six four. But to be fair, I like Jeffrey Desuan. I think he's a really, really good player. And in most tournaments, Jeffrey Dozan 
he, he gets a tough draw. He really does. He, he was mentioned on commentary, it was being on ITV this week, or this weekend, should I say. And he said that he's one of them players that has the ability to go out and do further, has so much potential, but never really does much in tournaments. And I'm like, well, that's because of the players that he plays against. If you ever watch Jeffrey Dezouan in a major tournament, he comes up in the first round against Michael Van Gerwen, Peter Wright, Rob Cross, Michael Smith, them sort of players. So it's really tough for him. But I do believe he has the potential to be um, a future major winner. And I don't see why he's not in the Netherlands squad over Jermaine Watamina. But that's just my opinion. I think he's that good. Um, Michael Smith, I just mentioned, he looks good. Gerwin Price is always a contender now in these in these events, especially after big guns have gone out. Although Ted Everts, Super Ted, took him close earlier today. It was a really, really close game. And Rob Cross, who only just beat Andy's favourite player, because he keeps mentioning him on the chat box, Joe Cullen, earlier just before the show started in the second round. So a few players there. So Michael Smith, Gerwin Price, Rob Cross are probably looking for the win. But... Um, I don't think I can pick a winner if I'm honest with you, Danny. And that pretty much brings us show to an end. Yeah. I know it's been a rush for you. It has. I've enjoyed it, though. It has. I think this has been a good one. You've been great, mate. So thank you for joining me as always. Simon's here. He's on next. Can't wait to listen to him. Thank you. See they. The home of more music variety. Across Dewsbury and District Hospital and online. This is HWD Hospital Radio. HWD Hospital Radio.